0: Now imagine you want to buy soap, okay, so you go to a departmental store to get it. There is a section where all the soaps are placed and there is a huge stack of various brands. Now which one are you going to choose? If you want something to fight germs, you will get detol, if they don't have detol, you will get Lifebuoy. If your skin is dry and you're looking for something moisturizing, you will get dove But if you don't have any specific requirement, you will get the cheapest or the one that provides best value for money. Now, did you see what just happened there? These days, options are endless. And there are thousands of products and services in your category. No one is going to remember your brand just because they saw an ad on an internet somewhere. And most of the times, there's a huge gap between when people actually see your ad and when they actually require that product. So it is your job as a business to position your product in a way that gets imprinted in the mind of consumers. How can you do that? Well, let's see how you can get started with positioning your brand in this episode. Hi everyone, you are listening to the Marketing Uncovered podcast. And in this show, we look at how marketing shifts, our mind and how you can use those same insights to grow your business with marketing. Starting today. This is your host Aditya Agarwal, and I help businesses grow their sales and brand with social media. So let's get started. Ratan Tata, the chairman of Tata Group, had a vision to replace two wheelers with cars as the most preferred method of personal transportation. So, in 2008, Tata Motors launched the cheapest car, Nano. Advertised at a price of just 1 lakh rupees, it was a people's car. And they went through a lot of trouble to bring down the cost actually like partnering with different suppliers to make their parts even without compromising the quality making the car's main engine themselves even removing features like power steering and power window altogether but you know they recently stopped manufacturing when they sold zero nano cars in 2019 and the only reason why this cheapest car didn't sell was positioning they didn't position it correctly To understand what really happened here, we have to look into the consumer's mind. There are basically two reasons people buy car for. First and the most obvious is convenience. Now in India, two wheelers account for 76% of the sales in the automobile market. So it made sense to improve the standard of living of people by introducing a car. So when someone wanted a two wheeler, they could invest a little more money and get a car instead. But they completely ignored the second and the most important reason people buy cars, which is status and prestige. People generally buy cars not because they conveniently want to travel. Yes, that is an advantage, but more so because it serves as a status symbol. And where that upgrade of cars should have been an increase in their status, it does just the opposite. It actually makes them look poor by showing that they belong to a lower income category. Now, buying this cheap car would be something that degrades their social status and need to belong to a group of high-income owners. They used the word cheap to communicate the idea of cost-effective, but people really took the word to its literal meaning. No wonder they just sold about 1,50,000 cars by the end of second year of launch. Now, it was evident that the positioning was wrong. This is why they decided to reposition the brand as Nano Twist with a new line of model. Now it was targeted towards youth. They even collaborated with a lot of young influential people, but all for nothing. Because you know what's more difficult than strongly positioning your brand? It's repositioning, especially with something as big as this. Tata Nanos is a cautionary tale for anyone looking to establish their brand in the market. This tells you how important it is to sensibly position your product and how strong the effects can be if you go wrong. Now a lot of people say that Tata Nano's story could have been entirely different only if they presented the car as more convenient and compact for the narrow streets of India. And probably that would work. But what matters is how we can learn from this. Now you know how important it is to position your brand. And not just position it. You have to correctly do this. Because the effects can be irreversible. So this is how you can start by positioning your small business. First, analyze the market landscape. See what your competitors are and what are they doing. Who is selling the products cheaply? Who is charging a premium? What attributes are they talking about? Are they talking about speed like Airtel? Or are they talking about health benefits like a lot of oat brands. If you are a little geeky, you can probably draw a graph, do a cost benefit analysis, see what attributes they are talking about, are they talking about price or product feature and try to see how the market looks like. Are there a lot of brands that are talking about just one attribute? And is there something unique about your product that you can probably start talking about? So you really have to have a very clear picture of how everything looks like in the market where you want to enter. Then if you have already launched, you have to see where your product stands. Or if you have not launched, you have to see where you want to place your products. Now, don't try to copy the winner. Don't try to talk about the same attribute. You have to be unique. Now, if you're looking to position your product, you can play on a lot of factors. You can choose from a lot of options, for example, you can pick a benefit of the product, a product feature, like Patanjali does for its Ayurvedic products, you know it's Ayurvedic. Or you can place your product according to price, like Jio was introduced as the cheapest networks. Now, even after raising the prices, Jio still comes to mind when we talk about cheap networks. Or you can talk about product quality, like luxury brands do. You can also position the product based on its use like Harpik does as a toilet cleaner or you can place it in reference to your competition. The options are endless and you can be very creative here. But there are some ground rules that you need to keep in mind when positioning your product if you don't want to end up as a positioning failure. Here are the ground rules. First and the most important ground rule is be unique. I can't say this enough, but going after a position someone else already has is going to be the hardest thing you unsuccessfully do. So don't do it and save your time. If a competitor already has a position in the mind of consumers, you will not be able to go on the exact same position. You have to find a unique spot for yourself. And you might feel like the most important positions are already taken by your competitors, but that is where you have to show your creativity. Very good example of this is paperboard. So when we talk about the beverage market in India, it's very competitive. You have a lot of sodas. You have a lot of juices. Especially when we're talking about juices, some people call them natural. Some people call it organic, sugar-free, preservative-free, blah, blah, blah. And when you think about it, you might feel like everything has been exhausted. How do I position myself? But then came paperboard. They didn't talk about product attributes, they didn't talk about that they were natural or anything. Even though they were natural, but that was not their position. They position themselves based on the emotions. Their brand is based on the nostalgia, on your childhood memories, with their flavors like Amras, ampana, Jaljeera, Kokam. It takes you back to the childhood. And that is what it's about. If you are living in a city, miss your home, you get paperboard. You don't get any other fruit juice. And also see that you only focus on one point. And even though paperboard could have said that we are the brand that stands for nostalgia and we also have naturally produced juices, it wouldn't be as strong. So the more attributes you talk about, the more your brand gets diluted. So just focus on one main benefit, even if your product has multiple ones, see what's unique and position accordingly. Second, it should resonate with the target market. And probably this is the biggest takeaway from Tata Nano example. You can think of a perfect way to position your brand and be creative, but if it doesn't match with the consumer's need and desires, good luck trying to make that happen. Third is, it has to be consistent. Now, this is something we also talk about when we are branding, where we should have consistent visual identity or how we communicate. So positioning is also a kind of communication which has to stay consistent. You cannot be jumping on trends every other day. Probably one day your brand is natural, but if sustainability kicks in, your brand is sustainable and if there is a new trend, you cannot keep changing that. So to build a very strong position, you have to stay consistent and talk about something that is going to last a very long time. Fourth is, make sure that you can really deliver on what you position yourself as. It should be believable. Now it might look like obvious, but it's not. So you can't say that you have the best quality product without actually delivering that kind of quality. Don't promise something you can't deliver on. And lastly, use common sense. Because after you put days perfecting a positioning statement or tagline, it can look perfect to you. But see from the eyes of target market. Does it even make sense from their point of view? Cheapest car sounds perfect in a developing country like India. But does being seen as the owner of the cheapest car make sense to consumers? Now I know that you might be thinking that this process is too lengthy, And there are a lot of elements to a brand and positioning. But hey, no one said this was easy. And you really need to approach it in a very structured manner. One small step at a time. Try to break things down and use your common sense. You'll get there. Until now, we have talked about how you can really build your brand. How you can position it correctly. In the next episode, we'll see how you can actually grow this brand. So see you then. Hi! So, thank you for sticking to the end. I hope you enjoyed it. But since I'm just starting on this journey of podcast, it would be really helpful if you could leave any kind of reviews, if you have any questions, whether you like some things, whether you don't like some things. You can leave your valuable review and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform and receive an update every time we release a new episode. Tag us on Twitter at marketingunpod. And everything that was discussed in today's podcast would be available on marketinguncoveredpodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, keep experimenting.